Welcome to Raising Christian Kids. Your host, Leanne Mancini, is extremely passionate that children build a strong, foundational relationship with Jesus before the age of 10. Children need head and heart knowledge in order to stand strong against the world's ever-increasing rejection of Christianity. You will be equipped with methods and techniques to help to solidify a relationship between your child and Jesus. So let's dig deep and help the next generation to love Jesus with all their heart, soul, and mind. Hello and welcome back to Raising Christian Kids. Before we start today's show, I want to highlight for a moment here an article I read recently, and the title of the article is Social Media for Six-Year-Olds. I cringed when I read that. Facebook has announced that it's developing a newer, safer Instagram for children starting at age six. Six-year-olds need to be outside playing. They need to be reading books. They need to read their Bible. They don't need to be on Instagram. We don't want to encourage children at a young age to be on their screens. That can cause an addiction later in life. Even not later in life, but in teenage years, they'll be wanting to do computer games. I think it's not a good idea to have a six-year-old being on social media to begin with. We never know when someone's going to hack into the computer or hack into that Instagram account. It's just not safe. And don't you think children need to stay children for a while? I do. And we need to be teaching them about the things of the Lord. And screen time should be extremely limited. So no thank you, Facebook. We don't need an Instagram for children who are six years of age. And I hope you feel the same way. And I just want to add one more thing. Please make sure to share our podcast with other parents or like-minded people who are raising small children because we want to get this information out there. We want to change the trajectory of the way we're raising our children. And we want to equip and empower all who are raising the next generation to help their children to love Jesus with all their heart, soul, and mind. So please, if you can rate us, leave a review, subscribe to the podcast, and tell others, we greatly appreciate it. And also join our community Facebook group. We have some great information that we share in that group. We just started this group. We're going to be holding giveaways, some really great prizes. And we're just a wonderful community all working together to raise strong Christian children. Now on with today's show. Today, as I'm recording, I had the wonderful opportunity of attending my church, Calvary Chapel in Boca Raton, and speaking to the moms there about how they can raise their children to have a strong foundation. And I'd be happy to bring this information to your church. If you're in South Florida, let me know. But today we're going to talk about how we can take every thought captive and what does that mean and how can we teach our children to do the same. God's word tells us that we are to take every thought captive. It doesn't say some thoughts, it says every thought. So experts say that we have between 60,000 to 80,000 thoughts a day. That's about 3,000 thoughts per hour. So how can we or our children take every thought captive? Think about the thoughts we have. We think of things that we would never ever do, but doesn't stop us from having those thoughts pop into our mind, right? And in the Beatitudes, the Lord says, if you think about adultery, you've already committed adultery. 
And so we have a lot of thoughts that we don't even want to have in our minds that pop into our minds. That's the sinful nature flesh that dwells in us. 2 Corinthians 10.5 states, We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take every thought captive to make it obedient to Christ. So when we have a thought, say, like perhaps you're going to tell a lie, and that thought sets itself up against the knowledge of God, because God's word clearly says that lying is a sin. And in that moment, before we tell a lie, the Holy Spirit does quicken us. And God's word states in 1 Corinthians 10, 13, that God will provide a way out when we are tempted to sin. And we need to teach our children this, to, to, to feel that cue, to listen to that little inner voice, the Holy Spirit, and then that tells them before they do something wrong, to, to you know, listen to it. Okay, pay attention to it. Don't overlook it. This is when we should take that sinful thought captive at that moment. The word captive means to take as a prisoner, to confine. And in doing so, we are to take our sinful thoughts and imprison them as we would do in a war, right? Where we capture an enemy. Let us remember we are engaged in spiritual warfare and so is our children. Let's not forget that. Another thing we can do is write down our thoughts that go against God and uh, pull our Bibles out and look up Bible verses and write the Bible verses down that, you know, adhere or, or guide us as what we should do when we have that specific negative thought. For example, your child expresses verbally what they're thinking, and they say, I don't want to read my Bible. First of all, remember, it's a heart issue. They need to want to read their Bible, not because they're told to do so. So you can ask your child, well, how would you feel if you wrote me a letter and I said I don't want to read it? Would that make your heart sad? Well, it makes Jesus and God's heart sad when you don't want to read the words he has written for us. So let's look up a Bible verse that you can remember. When you feel like you don't want to read your Bible, you will recall this Bible verse and it will help you to know what is the right thing to do. You know, our thoughts are hard to control, but did you know that our behavior can affect our genes? Our behaviors come from our thoughts, what we choose to do or not to do. Epigenetics is the study of how your behaviors and environment can cause changes that affect the way your genes work. Just because a gene has been passed down through the generations does not mean it has to be activated. And it can be activated or deactivated by your decisions, by your environment and your experiences. Now, your thoughts are what form your actions, okay? So that's where it all starts. Now, we can't deactivate the genes that determine our hair color, but there are genes that we can actually turn on and turn off. And, you know, I think about my own situation. My mother was a very loving mother, and she loved Jesus. But she was very negative and pessimistic. She thought everyone had an angle, and so she did not trust many people. And I chose to make sure that I would not become a negative person. I chose to think differently. And as a child, this is as a child I chose to think positive. I took those negative thoughts captive. After all, God's word in Ephesians 4.31 states to put away bitterness, wrath, and anger. And that's what I wanted to do. 
Perhaps this is what Ezekiel 18.2 means when he said, the parents eat sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on edge. Some of our genes are iniquities passed down from generation to generation, and they can be stopped. Exchanging negative words for positive words helps to change our thought process. Remember, negativity is from the devil. And I'm going to just read a few Instead of saying this, say this type thing for you, and we'll have more in our show notes for you to choose from. So if you say to your child, don't interrupt me, wouldn't it be better to say, wait one minute? Don't interrupt me is such a negative thought. Wait one minute, please, is the way you should say it. Or how about, I wish you were more like whoever. Instead of saying that, say, can you do this like, and then tell them how you would like it done. My mom used to say, because I said so. Instead of saying that, can you say, this is why I want you to do it this way. So there'll be other ones listed in the show notes. Another one I like is, don't be rude or mean. Instead of saying that, just say, please use kind words. So training our thoughts to be positive, okay, and edifying. And that can turn off any genes that you have that's passed down from generation in your family where maybe the grandmother or whoever is a very negative, pessimistic person. And remember, when I talk about show notes, you should go to RaisingChristianKids.com and that will bring you to our podcast where you can access all these show notes and the links. So this week, write down any negative thought you or your child may have. You will know their thoughts by what they say to you or others. Listen to what they're saying and listen to what you're saying because, again, they repeat what we say. Help to train their thoughts. After all, their thoughts become their actions. Let us have the mind of Christ. The sooner, the better. Doing all this is how we will raise strong Christian kids. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app.